Welcome to today's Triple Z. The Triple Z podcast is a daily program that you can use to help you fall asleep each night. Just turn down the volume, lay back, relax, and enjoy as you fall asleep. We saw that our podcast was topping the charts in Kenya. So we are going to read their Wikipedia entry. Let's learn about this interesting country in the dullest way possible. If you enjoy our program, please be sure to write us a review on your podcast platform and share us with a friend. You both might sleep just a little better at night. Our website is triple Z, that's three Z's dot media. You can also like and share our content on Facebook or our Instagram account ZZZ Media Podcast. Music for today's episode was provided by the Sleep Channel on Spotify. Kenya, officially the Republic of Kenya, Swahili, Jamhuriya Kenya, is a country in East Africa. With a population of more than 47.6 million in the 2019 census, Kenya is the 28th most populous country in the world and 7th most populous in Africa. Kenya's capital and largest city is Nairobi, while its oldest and second largest city, which until 1907 was also Kenya's first capital city, is the coastal city of Mombasa which includes Mombasa Island in the Indian Ocean and the surrounding mainland. Kisumu is the third largest city and also an inland port in the Wynum Gulf which, along with its numerous bays and human settlements, is one of the important maritime transport, fishing, farming, commercial, history and tourism hubs on Lake Victoria. As of 2020, Kenya is the third largest economy in Sub-Saharan Africa after Nigeria and South Africa. Kenya is bordered by South Sudan to the northwest, Ethiopia to the north, Somalia to the east, Uganda to the west, Tanzania to the south, and the Indian Ocean to the southeast. Its geography, climate, and population vary widely, ranging from cold snow-capped mountaintops Badian, Nelian, and Point Lanana on Mount Kenya, with vast surrounding forests, wildlife, and fertile agricultural regions to temperate climates in western and rift valley counties and dry less fertile arid and semi-arid areas and absolute deserts, Chaobai Desert and Nari Desert. Kenya's earliest inhabitants were hunter-gatherers, like the present-day Hadza people. According to archaeological dating of associated artifacts and skeletal material, Cushitic speakers first settled in Kenya's lowlands between 3200 and 1300 BC, a phase known as the Lowland Savanna Pastoral Neolithic. Nilotic-speaking pastoralists, ancestral to Kenya's Nilotic speakers, began migrating from present-day South Sudan into Kenya around 500 BC. Bantu people settled at the coast and the interior between 250 BC and 500 AD. European contact began in 1500 AD with the Portuguese Empire and effective colonization of Kenya began in the 19th century during the European exploration of the interior. 
modern-day Kenya emerged from a protectorate established by the British Empire in 1895 and the subsequent Kenya colony, which began in 1920. Numerous disputes between the UK and the colony led to the Mau Mau Revolution, which began in 1952, and the Declaration of Independence in 1963. After independence, Kenya remained a member of the Commonwealth of Nations. The current constitution was adopted in 2010 and replaced the 1963 independence constitution. Kenya is a presidential representative democratic republic in which elected officials represent the people and the president is the head of state and government. Kenya is a member of the United Nations Commonwealth of Nations, World Bank, International Monetary Fund, Camisa, International Criminal Court, as well as other international organizations. With a GNI of 1,840, Kenya is a lower middle income economy. Kenya's economy is the largest in Eastern and Central Africa, with Nairobi serving as a major regional commercial hub. Agriculture is the largest sector, tea and coffee are traditional cash crops, while fresh flowers are a fast-growing export. The service industry is also a major economic driver, particularly tourism. Kenya is a member of the East African Community Trade Bloc, though some international trade organizations categorize it as part of the Greater Horn of Africa. Africa is Kenya's largest export market, followed by the European Union. The Republic of Kenya is named after Mount Kenya. The earliest recorded version of the modern name was written by German explorer Johann Ludwig Krapf in the 19th century. While traveling with a Kamba caravan led by the long-distance trader Chief Kivoy, Krapf spotted the mountain peak and asked what it was called. Kivoy told him Kenya or Kim of Kenya, probably because the pattern of black rock and white snow on its peaks reminded him of the feathers of the male ostrich. In archaic Kikuyu, the word Nyaga or more commonly Nyaga, is used to describe an extremely bright object. The Ajikuyu, who inhabit the slopes of MT. Kenya, call it Karima Kirinyaga literally the mountain with brightness, in Kikuyu, while the Mbu call it Kirinya. All three names have the same meaning. Ludwig Krapf recorded the name as both Kenya and Kegnia. Some have said that this was a precise notation of the African pronunciation. An 1882 map drawn by Joseph Thompson's a Scottish geologist and naturalist indicated MT. Kenya as MT. Kenya. The mountain's name was accepted, pars pro toto, as the name of the country. It did not come into widespread official use during the early colonial period when the country was referred to as the East African Protectorate. The official name was changed to the Colony of Kenya in 1920. Hominids such as Homo habilis, 1.8 to 2.5 million years ago, 
and Homo erectus 1.9 million to 350,000 years ago are possible direct ancestors of modern Homo sapiens and lived in Kenya in the Pleistocene epoch. During excavations at Lake Turkana in 1984, paleoanthropologist Richard Leakey, assisted by Kamoya Kimu, discovered the Turkana boy, a 1.6 million year old Homo erectus fossil. East Africa, including Kenya, is one of the earliest regions where modern humans, Homo sapiens, are believed to have lived. Evidence was found in 2018 dating to about 320,000 years ago of the early emergence of modern behaviors including long-distance trade networks involving goods such as obsidian, the use of pigments, and the possible making of projectile points. The authors of three 2018 studies on the site suggest that complex and modern behaviors had already begun in Africa around the time of the emergence of Homo sapiens. The first inhabitants of present-day Kenya were hunter-gatherer groups akin to the modern Khoisan speakers. These people were later largely replaced by agro-pastoralist Cushitic, ancestral to Kenya's Cushitic speakers from the Horn of Africa. During the early Holocene, the regional climate shifted from dry to wetter conditions, providing an opportunity for the development of cultural traditions such as agriculture and herding in a more favorable environment. Around 500 BC, Nilotic-speaking pastoralists, ancestral to Kenya's Nilotic speakers, started migrating from present-day southern Sudan into Kenya. Nilotic groups in Kenya include the Kalenjin, Samburu, Luo, Turkana, and Maasai. By the first millennium AD, Bantu-speaking farmers had moved into the region, initially along the coast. The Bantus originated in West Africa along the Bainwe River in what is now eastern Nigeria and western Cameroon. The Bantu migration brought new developments in agriculture and ironworking to the region. Bantu groups in Kenya include the Kikuyu, Luya, Kamba, Kizii, Meru, Kiria, Ambu, Ambir, Wadawida Wadawida, Wapakomo, and Mujikenda among others. Notable prehistoric sites in the interior of Kenya include the, possibly archaeoastronomical, site Namaratunga on the west side of Lake Turkana and the walled settlement of Thimlikohinga in Migori County. The Kenyan coast had served as host to communities of ironworkers and Bantu subsistence farmers, hunters, and fishers who supported the economy with agriculture, fishing, metal production, and trade with foreign countries. These communities formed the earliest city-states in the region, which were collectively known as Azania. By the first century C, many of the city-states such as Mombasa, Malandi, and Zanzibar began to establish trading relations with Arabs. This led to the increased economic growth of the Swahili states the introduction of Islam, Arabic influences on the Swahili Banta language, cultural diffusion, as well as the Swahili city-states becoming members of a larger trade network. 
Many historians had long believed that the city-states were established by Arab or Persian traders, but archaeological evidence has led scholars to recognize the city-states as an indigenous development which, though subjected to foreign influence due to trade, retained a band to cultural core. The Kilwa Sultanate was a medieval sultanate centered at Kilwa in modern-day Tanzania. At its height, its authority stretched over the entire length of the Swahili coast, including Kenya. It was said to be founded in the 10th century by Ali Ibn al-Hassan Shirazi, a Persian sultan from Shiraz in southern Iran. However, scholars have suggested that claims of Arab or Persian origin of city-states were attempts by the Swahili to legitimize themselves both locally and internationally. Since the 10th century, rulers of Kilwa would go on to build elaborate coral mosques and introduce copper coinage. Swahili, a Bantu language with Arabic, Persian, and other Middle Eastern and South Asian loanwords, later developed as a lingua franca for trade between the different peoples. Since the turn of the 20th century, Swahili has adopted numerous loanwords and calques from English, many of them originating during English colonial rule. The Swahili built Mombasa into a major port city and established trade links with other nearby city-states, as well as commercial centers in Persia, Arabia, and even India. By the 15th century, Portuguese voyager Duarte Barbosa claimed that Mombasa is a place of great traffic and has a good harbor in which there are always moored small craft of many kinds and also great ships, both of which are bound from Sofala and others which come from Cambay and Malind and others which sail to the island of Zanzibar. In the 17th century, the Swahili coast was conquered and came under the direct rule of the Omani Arabs who expanded the slave trade to meet the demands of plantations in Oman and Zanzibar. Initially, these traders came mainly from Oman, but later many came from Zanzibar, such as Tipa Tip. In addition, the Portuguese started buying slaves from the Omani and Zanzibari traders in response to the interruption of the transatlantic slave trade by British abolitionists. Throughout the centuries, the Kenyan coast has played host to many merchants and explorers. Among the cities that line the Kenyan coast is Malindi. It has remained an important Swahili settlement since the 14th century and once rivaled Mombasa for dominance in the African Great Lakes region. Malindi has traditionally been a friendly port city for foreign powers. In 1414, the Chinese trader and explorer Xing Yi, representing the Ming Dynasty, visited the East African coast on one of his last treasure voyages. Melindi authorities also welcomed the Portuguese explorer Vasco da Gama in 1498. During the 18th and 19th century CE, the Maasai people moved into what is now modern-day central Kenya from a region north of Lake Rudolph, now Lake Turkana. Although there were not many, they managed to conquer a great amount of Bantu-speaking peoples who did not put up much resistance. 
The Nandi peoples managed to oppose the Maasai, while the Teveda peoples fled to the forests on the eastern edge of Mount Kilimanjaro, along with the Kikuyu peoples, although they later were forced to leave the land due to the threat of smallpox. An outbreak of either rinderpest or pleuropneumonia greatly affected the Maasai's cattle, while an epidemic of smallpox affected the Maasai themselves. After the death of the Maasai Mbation, the chief Liban, medicine man, the Maasai split into warring factions. There was much strife between the Nilotic, Maasai, and Banta peoples, however, cooperation between such groups as the Luo people, Luya people, and Guziai people is evinced by shared vocabulary for modern implements and similar economic regimes. Although Arab traders remained in the area, trade routes were disrupted by the hostile Maasai, though there was trade in ivory between these factions. The first foreigners to successfully get past the Maasai were Johann Ludwig Krapf and Johannes Rebmann, two German missionaries who established a mission in Rabai, not too far from Mombasa. The pair were the first Europeans to sight Mount Kenya. The colonial history of Kenya dates from the establishment of a German Empire protectorate over the Sultan of Zanzibar's coastal possessions in 1885, followed by the arrival of the Imperial British East Africa Company in 1888. Imperial rivalry was prevented by the Heligoland-Zanzibar Treaty, Germany handed its East African coastal holdings to Britain in 1890. The transfer by Germany to Britain was followed by the building of the Uganda Railway passing through the country. The building of the railway was resisted by some ethnic groups, notably the Nandi, led by Arkoyat Kwedalel Arab Samuyai from 1890 to 1900, but the British eventually built it. The Nandi were the first ethnic group to be put in a native reserve to stop them from disrupting the building of the railway. During the railway construction era, there was a significant influx of Indian workers who provided the bulk of the skilled manpower required for construction. They and most of their descendants later remained in Kenya and formed the core of several distinct Indian communities, such as the Ismaili Muslim and Sikh communities. While building the railway through Tsavo, a number of the Indian railway workers and local African laborers were attacked by two lions known as the Tsavo Maneaters. At the outbreak of World War I in August 1914, the governors of British East Africa, as the Protectorate was generally known, and German East Africa initially agreed on a truce in an attempt to keep the young colonies out of direct hostilities. But Lieutenant Colonel Paul von Ledovorbeck, the German military commander, determined to tie down as many British resources as possible. Completely cut off from Germany, Ledovorbeck conducted an effective guerrilla warfare campaign, living off the land, capturing British supplies, and remaining undefeated. He eventually surrendered in northern Rhodesia, today Zambia, 14 days after the armistice was signed in 1918. To chase von Leto, 
The British deployed the British Indian Army troops from India, but needed large numbers of porters to overcome the formidable logistics of transporting supplies far into the interior on foot. The Carrier Corps was formed and ultimately mobilized over 400,000 Africans, contributing to their long-term politicization. In 1920, the East Africa Protectorate was turned into a colony and renamed Kenya after its highest mountain. During the early part of the 20th century, the interior central highlands were settled by British and other European farmers who became wealthy farming coffee and tea. One depiction of this period of change from a colonist's perspective is found in the memoir Out of Africa by Danish author Baroness Karen von Blixenfenek published in 1937. By the 1930s, approximately 30,000 white settlers lived in the area and gained a political voice because of their contribution to the market economy. The Central Highlands were already home to over a million members of the Kikuyu people, most of whom had no land claims in European terms and lived as itinerant farmers. To protect their interests, the settlers banned the growing of coffee and introduced a hut tax and the landless were granted less and less land in exchange for their labor. A massive exodus to the cities ensued as their ability to make a living from the land dwindled. By the 1950s, there were 80,000 white settlers living in Kenya. Throughout World War II, Kenya was an important source of manpower and agriculture for the United Kingdom. Kenya itself was the site of fighting between Allied forces and Italian troops in 1940-41 when Italian forces invaded. Wager and Malendi were bombed as well. From October 1952 to December 1959, Kenya was in a state of emergency arising from the Mau Mau Rebellion against British rule. The Mau Mau, also known as the Kenya Land and Freedom Army, were primarily Kikuyu people. During the colonial administration's crackdown, over 11,000 rebel fighters had been killed, along with 100 British troops and 2,000 Kenyan loyalist soldiers. The governor requested and obtained British and African troops, including the King's African Rifles. The British began counterinsurgency operations. In May 1953, General Sir George Erskine took charge as Commander-in-Chief of the colony's armed forces with the personal backing of Winston Churchill. The capture of Waruhu Aidot, Namdegert General China, on January 15, 1954 and the subsequent interrogation led to a better understanding of the Mama command structure for the British. Operation Anvil opened on April 24, 1954 after weeks of planning by the Army with the approval of the War Council. The operation effectively placed Nairobi under military siege. Nairobi's occupants were screened and suspected Mau Mau supporters moved to detention camps. More than 80,000 Kikuyu were held in detention camps without trial, often subject to brutal treatment. 
The Home Guard formed the core of the government's strategy as it was composed of loyalist Africans, not foreign forces such as the British Army and King's African Rifles. The capture of Dedan Kamathi on October 21, 1956 in Nairi signified the ultimate defeat of the Mau Mau and essentially ended the military offensive. During this period, substantial governmental changes to land tenure occurred. The most important of these was the Swinerton Plan, which was used to both reward loyalists and punish Mau Mau. This left roughly one-third of Kikuyu bereft of any tenancy land arrangement and thus propertyless at the time of independence. Before Kenya got its independence, Somali ethnic people in present-day Kenya in the areas of northern frontier districts petitioned Her Majesty's government not to be included in Kenya. The colonial government decided to hold Kenya's first referendum in 1962 to check the willingness of Somalis in Kenya to join Somalia. The result of the referendum showed that 86% of Somalis in Kenya wanted to join Somalia, but the British colonial administration rejected the result and the Somalis remained in Kenya. The first direct elections for native Kenyans to the Legislative Council took place in 1957. Despite British hopes of handing power to moderate local rivals, it was the Kenya African National Union KANU, of Jomo Kenyatta that formed a government. The Colony of Kenya and the Protectorate of Kenya each came to an end on December 12, 1963 with independence conferred on all of Kenya. The UK ceded sovereignty over the colony of Kenya. The Sultan of Zanzibar agreed that simultaneous with independence for the colony, he would cease to have sovereignty over the protectorate of Kenya so that all of Kenya would become one sovereign state. In this way, Kenya became an independent country under the Kenya Independence Act 1963 of the United Kingdom. On December 12, 1964, Kenya became a republic under the name Republic of Kenya. Concurrently, the Kenyan army fought the shift to war against ethnic Somali rebels inhabiting the northern frontier district who wanted to join their kin in the Somali Republic to the north. A ceasefire was eventually reached with the signing of the Arusha Memorandum in October 1967, but relative insecurity prevailed through 1969. To discourage further invasions, Kenya signed a defense pact with Ethiopia in 1969, which is still in effect. On December 12, 1964, the Republic of Kenya was proclaimed and Jomo Kenyatta became Kenya's first president. Under Kenyatta, corruption became widespread throughout the government, civil service, and business community. Kenyatta and his family were tied up with this corruption as they enriched themselves through the mass purchase of property after 1963. Their acquisitions in the central, Rift Valley, and coast provinces aroused great anger among landless Kenyans. 
His family used his presidential position to circumvent legal or administrative obstacles to acquiring property. The Kenyatta family also heavily invested in the coastal hotel business with Kenyatta personally owning the Leonard Beach Hotel. Kenyatta's mixed legacy was highlighted at the 10-year anniversary of Kenya's independence. A December 1973 article in the New York Times praised Kenyatta's leadership and Kenya for emerging as a model of pragmatism and conservatism. Kenya's GDP had increased at an annual rate of 6.6%, higher than the population growth rate of more than 3%. But Amnesty International responded to the article by stating the cost of the stability in terms of human rights abuses. The opposition party started by Ojinga Odinga, Kenya People's Union, KPU, was banned in 1969 after the Kasuma massacre and KPU leaders were still in detention without trial in gross violation of the UN Declaration of Human Rights. The Kenya Students' Union, Jehovah Witnesses, and all opposition parties were outlawed. Kenyatta ruled until his death on August 22, 1978. After Kenyatta died, Daniel Arap Moab became president. He retained the presidency, running unopposed in elections held in 1979, 1983, snap elections, and 1988, all of which were held under the single-party constitution. The 1983 elections were held a year early and were a direct result of a failed military coup on August 2, 1982. The 1982 coup was masterminded by a low-ranking Air Force serviceman, Senior Private Hezekiah Ochuka, and was staged mainly by enlisted men of the Air Force. It was quickly suppressed by forces commanded by Chief of General Staff Mahamad Mohammed, a veteran Somali military official. They included the General Service Unit, GSU, a paramilitary wing of the police, and later the regular police. On the heels of the Garissa Massacre of 1980, Kenyan troops committed the Waigala Massacre in 1984 against thousands of civilians in Wager County. An official probe into the atrocities was later ordered in 2011. The election held in 1988 saw the advent of the Malongo queuing system where voters were supposed to line up behind their favored candidates instead of casting a secret ballot. This was seen as the climax of a very undemocratic regime and led to widespread agitation for constitutional reform. Several contentious clauses, including the one that allowed for only one political party, were changed in the following years. In 1991, Kenya transitioned to a multi-party political system after 26 years of single-party rule. On October 28, 1992, Mwa dissolved parliament five months before the end of his term. As a result, preparations began for all elective seats in parliament as well as the president. 
the election was scheduled to take place on December 7, 1992, but delays led to its postponement to December 29. Apart from Kanu, the ruling party, other parties represented in the elections included Fort Kenya and Fort Asali. This election was marked by large-scale intimidation of opponents and harassment of election officials. It resulted in an economic crisis propagated by ethnic violence as the president was accused of rigging electoral results to retain power. This election was a turning point for Kenya as it signified the beginning of the end of Mwa's leadership and the rule of Kanu. Mwa retained the presidency and George Saitoti became vice president. Although it held on to power, Kanu won 100 seats and lost 88 seats to the six opposition parties. The 1992 elections marked the beginning of multi-party politics after more than 25 years of Kanu rule. Following skirmishes in the aftermath of the elections, 5,000 people were killed and another 75,000 displaced from their homes. In the next five years, many political alliances were formed in preparation for the next elections. In 1994, Jeremoji Ojinga Odinga died and several coalitions joined his Fort Kenya party to form a new party, United National Democratic Alliance. This party was plagued with disagreements. In 1995, Richard Leakey formed the Safina Party, but it was denied registration until November 1997. In 1996, Kanu revised the constitution to allow Mwa to remain president for another term. Subsequently, Mwa stood for re-election and won a fifth term in 1997. His win was strongly criticized by his major opponents, Kibaki and Odinga, as fraudulent. Following this win, Mwa was constitutionally barred from another presidential term. Beginning in 1998, he attempted to influence the country's succession politics to have Uhuru Kenyatta elected in the 2002 elections. Mwa's plan to be replaced by Uhuru Kenyatta failed, and Mwa Kibaki, running for the opposition coalition National Rainbow Coalition NARC, was elected president. David Anderson, 2003, reports the elections were judged free and fair by local and international observers and seemed to mark a turning point in Kenya's democratic evolution. In 2005, Kenyans rejected a plan to replace the 1963 independence constitution with a new one. As a result, the elections of 2007 took place following the procedure set by the old constitution. Kibaki was re-elected in highly contested elections marred by political and ethnic violence. The main opposition leader, Rila Odinga, claimed the election was rigged and that he was the rightfully elected president. In the ensuing violence, 1,500 people were killed and another 600,000 internally displaced, making it the worst post-election violence in Kenya. To stop the death and displacement of people, 
Kibaki and Odinga agreed to work together, with the latter taking the position of a Prime Minister. This made Odinga the second Prime Minister of Kenya. In July 2010, Kenya partnered with other East African countries to form the new East African common market within the East African community. In 2011, Kenya began sending troops to Somalia to fight the terror group Al-Shabaab. In mid-2011, two consecutive missed rainy seasons precipitated the worst drought in East Africa in 60 years. The northwestern Turkana region was especially affected, with local schools shut down as a result. The crisis was reportedly over by early 2012 because of coordinated relief efforts. Eight agencies subsequently shifted their emphasis to recovery initiatives, including digging irrigation canals and distributing plant seeds. In August 2010, Kenyans held a referendum and passed a new constitution which limited presidential powers and devolved the central government. Following the passage of the new constitution, Kenya became a presidential representative democratic republic whereby the president of Kenya is both head of state and head of government and of a multi-party system. The new constitution also states that executive powers are exercised by the executive branch of government headed by the president who chairs a cabinet composed of people chosen from outside parliament. Legislative power is vested exclusively in parliament. The judiciary is independent of the executive and the legislature. After Kabaki's tenure ended in 2013, Kenya held its first general elections after the 2010 constitution had been passed. Uhuru Kenyatta won in a disputed election result, leading to a petition by the opposition leader, Raila Odinga. The Supreme Court upheld the election results and Kenyatta began his term with William Ruto as deputy president. Despite this ruling, the Supreme Court and the head of the Supreme Court were seen as powerful institutions that could check the powers of the president. In 2017, Kenyatta won a second term in office in another disputed election. Odinga again petitioned the results in the Supreme Court, accusing the Independent Electoral and Boundaries Commission of mismanagement of the elections and Kenyatta and his party of rigging. The Supreme Court overturned the election results in what became a landmark ruling in Africa and one of the very few in the world in which the results of a presidential elections were annulled. This ruling solidified the position of the Supreme Court as an independent body. Consequently, Kenya had a second round of elections for the presidential position in which Kenyatta emerged the winner after Odinga refused to participate, citing irregularities. In March 2018, a historic handshake between Kenyatta and his longtime opponent Odinga signaled a period of reconciliation followed by economic growth and increased stability. Between 2019 and 2021, Kenyatta and Odinga combined efforts to promote major changes to the Kenyan constitution, 
labeled the Building Bridges Initiative BBI, saying that their efforts were to improve inclusion and overcome the country's winner-take-all election system that often resulted in post-election violence. The BBI proposal called for broad expansion of the legislative and executive branches, including the creation of a prime minister with two deputies and an official leader of the opposition, reverting to selecting cabinet ministers from among the elected members of parliament, establishment of up to 70 new constituencies, and addition of up to 300 unelected members of parliament under an affirmative action plan. Critics saw this as an unnecessary attempt to reward political dynasties and blunt the efforts of Deputy President William Ruto, Odinga's rival for the next presidency, and bloat the government at an exceptional cost to the debt-laden country. Ultimately, in May 2021, the Kenyan High Court ruled that the BBI constitutional reform effort was unconstitutional because it was not truly a popular initiative but rather an effort of the government. The court sharply criticized Kenyatta for the attempt, laying out grounds for his being sued, personally, or even impeached, though the parliament, which had passed the BBI, was unlikely to do that. The ruling was seen as a major defeat for both Kenyatta, soon to leave office, and Odinga, expected to seek the presidency, but a boon to Odinga's future presidential election rival, Ruto. On August 20, 2021, Kenya's Court of Appeal again upheld the High Court judgment of May 2021, which was appealed by the BBI Secretariat. In August 2022, Deputy President William Ruto narrowly won the presidential election. He took 50.5% of the vote. His main rival, Rila Odinga, got 48.8% of the vote. On September 13, 2022, William Ruto was sworn in as Kenya's fifth president. At 580,367 square kilometers, 224,081 square miles, Kenya is the world's 47th largest country after Madagascar. It lies between latitudes 5 degrees north and 5 degrees south and longitudes 34 degrees and 42 degrees east. From the coast on the Indian Ocean, the low plains rise to central highlands which are bisected by the Great Rift Valley and fertile plateaus lie on either side around Lake Victoria and to the east. The Kenyan Highlands are one of the most successful agricultural production regions in Africa. The Highlands are the site of the highest point in Kenya and the second highest peak on the continent, Mount Kenya, which reaches a height of 5,199 meters feet, and is the site of glaciers. Mount Kilimanjaro 5,895 m or 19,341 feet can be seen from Kenya to the south of the Tanzanian border. Kenya's climate varies from tropical along the coast to temperate inland to arid in the north and northeast parts of the country. The area receives a great deal of sunshine every month. 
It is usually cool at night and early in the morning inland at higher elevations. The long rain season occurs from March April to May June. The short rain season occurs from October to November December. The rainfall is sometimes heavy and often falls in the afternoons and evenings. Climate change is altering the natural pattern of the rainfall period causing an extension of the short rains which has begot floods and reducing the drought cycle from every 10 years to annual events producing strong droughts such as the 2008-09 Kenya drought. The temperature remains high throughout these months of tropical rain. The hottest period is February and March leading into the season of the long rains and the coldest is in July until mid-August. Kenya has considerable land area devoted to wildlife habitats, including the Maasai Mara, where blue wildebeest and other bovids participate in a large-scale annual migration. More than 1 million wildebeest and 200,000 zebras participate in the migration across the Mara River. The big five game animals of Africa, that is the lion, leopard, buffalo, rhinoceros, an elephant can be found in Kenya and in the Maasai Mara in particular. A significant population of other wild animals, reptiles, and birds can be found in the national parks and game reserves in the country. The annual animal migration occurs between June and September with millions of animals taking part, attracting valuable foreign tourism. 2 million wildebeest migrate a distance of 2,900 kilometers 1,802 miles from the Serengeti in neighboring Tanzania to the Maasai Mara in Kenya in a constant clockwise fashion searching for food and water supplies. The Serengeti migration of the wildebeest is listed among the seven natural wonders of Africa. Kenya had a 2019 Forest Landscape Integrity Index mean score of April 2, 10, ranking it 133rd globally out of 172 countries. Kenya is a presidential representative democratic republic with a multi-party system. The president is both the head of state and head of government. Executive power is exercised by the government. Legislative power is vested in both the government and the National Assembly and the Senate. The judiciary is independent of the executive and the legislature. There has been growing concern, especially during former President Daniel Arab Moa's tenure, that the executive was increasingly meddling with the affairs of the judiciary. Kenya has high levels of corruption according to Transparency International's Corruption Perceptions Index CPI, a metric which attempts to gauge the prevalence of public sector corruption in various countries. In 2019, the nation placed 137th out of 180 countries in the index with a score of 28 out of 100. But there are several rather significant developments with regard to curbing corruption from the Kenyan government 
for instance the establishment of a new and independent ethics and anti-corruption commission EACC. Following general elections held in 1997, the Constitution of Kenya Review Act, designed to pave the way for more comprehensive amendments to the Kenyan Constitution, was passed by the National Parliament. In December 2002, Kenya held democratic and open elections, which were judged free and fair by most international observers. The 2002 elections marked an important turning point in Kenya's democratic evolution in that power was transferred peacefully from the Kenya African National Union KANU, which had ruled the country since independence, to the National Rainbow Coalition NARC, a coalition of political parties. Under the presidency of Mwai the new ruling coalition promised to focus its efforts on generating economic growth combating corruption, improving education, and rewriting its constitution. A few of these promises have been met. There is free primary education. In 2007, the government issued a statement declaring that from 2008, secondary education would be heavily subsidized with the government footing all tuition fees. Under the new constitution and with President Kibaki prohibited by term limits from running for a third term, Deputy Prime Minister Uhuru Kenyatta ran for office. He won with 50.51% of the vote in March 2013. In December 2014, President Kenyatta signed a security laws amendment bill which supporters of the law suggested was necessary to guard against armed groups. Opposition politicians, human rights groups, and nine Western countries criticized the security bill, arguing that it infringed on democratic freedoms. The governments of the United States, the United Kingdom, Germany, and France also collectively issued a press statement cautioning about the law's potential impact. Through the Jubilee Coalition, the bill was later passed on December 19th in the National Assembly under acrimonious circumstances. Kenya has close ties with its fellow Swahili-speaking neighbors in the African Great Lakes region. Relations with Uganda and Tanzania are generally strong as the three nations work toward economic and social integration through common membership in the East African community. Relations with Somalia have historically been tense, although there has been some military coordination against Islamist insurgents. Kenya has good relations with the United Kingdom. Kenya is one of the most pro-American nations in Africa and the wider world. With international criminal court trial dates scheduled in 2013 for both President Kenyatta and Deputy President William Ruto related to the 2007 election aftermath, U.S. President Barack Obama chose not to visit the country during his mid-2013 African trip. Later in the summer, Kenyatta visited China at the invitation of President Xi Jinping after a stop in Russia and not having visited the United States as president. In July 2015, Obama visited Kenya 
the first American president to visit the country while in office. The British Army Training Unit Kenya Batak, is used for the training of British infantry battalions in the arid and rugged terrain of the Great Rift Valley. The Kenya Defense Forces are the armed forces of Kenya. The Kenya Army, Kenya Navy, and Kenya Air Force compose the National Defense Forces. The current Kenya Defense Forces were established and its composition laid out in Article 241 of the 2010 Constitution of Kenya. The KDF is governed by the Kenya Defense Forces Act of 2012. The President of Kenya is the Commander-in-Chief of all the armed forces. The armed forces are regularly deployed in peacekeeping missions around the world. Further, in the aftermath of the national elections of December 2007 and the violence that subsequently engulfed the country, a commission of inquiry, the Waki Commission, commended its readiness and adjudged it to have performed its duty well. Nevertheless, there have been serious allegations of human rights violations, most recently while conducting counterinsurgency operations in the Anti Elgon area and also in the district of Mandera Central. Kenya's armed forces, like many government institutions in the country, have been tainted by corruption allegations. Because the operations of the armed forces have been traditionally cloaked by the ubiquitous blanket of state security, the corruption has been hidden from public view and thus less subject to public scrutiny and notoriety. This has changed recently. In what are by Kenyan standards unprecedented revelations, in 2010, Credible claims of corruption were made with regard to recruitment and procurement of armored personnel carriers. Further, the wisdom and prudence of certain decisions of procurement have been publicly questioned. Kenya is divided into 47 semi-autonomous counties that are headed by governors. These 47 counties form the first order divisions of Kenya. The smallest administrative units in Kenya are called locations. Locations often coincide with electoral wards. Locations are usually named after their central villages slash towns. Many larger towns consist of several locations. Each location has a chief appointed by the state. Constituencies are an electoral subdivision, with each county comprising a whole number of constituencies. An Interim Boundaries Commission was formed in 2010 to review the constituencies and in its report, it recommended the creation of an additional 80 constituencies. Previous to the 2013 elections, there were 210 constituencies in Kenya.